Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello again and welcome to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. Now, if you're a regular listener to this weekly podcast, you know that Mike and I enjoy the occasional voice acting gig in addition to our full-time jobs here at Voice Coaches. In fact, Mike, you've been quite busy lately. I have. I've had a good streak, actually. I just completed recently a few big narrative jobs for American Airlines and a company called Payworks, which is a Canadian payroll company. And I just finished my second audio book, so I'm very excited about that. And of course, my part-time radio work keeps me busy doing commercials for Clear Channel Radio here in the in the Northeast. So when we got an email from Kathy this week about her recent voiceover success, asking us how she could incorporate that, you know, those new pieces into her demo, we thought this would be a good time to talk about when it's a good time to update your demo. Well, Kathy, that's a great question, and it's actually one we get here very often, so uh, Warren, you're right, this is a great time to talk about that. Um, and I think one of the things to remember is don't be too anxious. You don't have to run and redo your demo or add to your demo every time you get a professional job. It's very exciting to get a professional job, of course, and obviously you want to share that success with people listening to your demo, but you don't have to, to rush out and add to your demo every single time because that A, can be cost prohibitive, and B, it's not going to be a drastic enough change to really warrant the time and energy. What you can do, though, is make sure you use that in your marketing materials. You know, All the cover letters I've been sending out lately have said, and I just recently completed a job for American Airlines. You know, That's an attention getter, so use that, but don't kill yourself to change your demo every time you get a new job. Your goal here is to kind of build up a good stock of finished, professionally produced projects. And that isn't to say that you take the raw material that you just did in a session and add that to your demo, you know, ASAP. You want to wait first until it's professionally produced and you get a copy of the finished product. Remember, what you're trying to do here is have a bunch of new material to choose from, not necessarily use everything that you've done in the last few months. So you may build up a stock of maybe six to ten pieces and then figure out that, oh, there's four or five here that really work, and you'll choose segments of those to use in your next demo. Exactly, because you want to be aware of things also sounding too similar. You know, I did, um, actually, in in the course of just a couple of days, I did this American Airlines gig and then I did this Payworks gig, uh, both of which are great projects, but they're very similar. They're both narratives. They're both sort of corporate-based. There's not a lot of variety to them. So I'm not going to put both of those on my demo when I update it because there's really no no need to. They don't they don't have a lot of variety. The same thing with the two audiobooks that I've done. They're sort of in the same genre. They're sort of a similar de- delivery mm. style. So I don't need to put both of them on there because it's not really showcasing me doing something different. And that's the goal, of course, is to show off you know both professional jobs that you've done, but also still have some variety. And here's something else you can try. I've done this once or twice and I can't say it's been successful or not, but I think it's worked for me anyway. Occasionally, when I get a, a request for a demo, and I've done something recently that is right up the same alley, I will send them perhaps a bigger chunk of maybe one or two pieces I've done, and I, I custom the, customize the demo, if you will, you know, for that particular piece. That might work for you as well. Right, and you can mention to them when you send it in, hey, you know, here's my regular demo. In addition, I've added a couple of pieces that sort of you know give you an example of what you're looking for. You know, things like that. You can always customize and you can always, you know, take things on a case-by-case basis as they're needed. But in terms of your general demo, you don't
don't have to rush out every other job, you know, and update it. I found for me, it's been you know maybe two to three years that I can use you know the current demo that I have. If if my voice hasn't changed a lot or my approach hasn't changed a lot, it's still representative of what I can do for someone right now. Right, and if you are like you know you Warren obviously have a lot of years of experience. If you're a newer voice talent and you start to get real busy, it might not take two or three years, you know, because you might all of a sudden find yourself with eight or nine jobs under your belt, and then of course you can you can update it sooner. Other people, if you've been working steadily, you know, like Warren said, it really doesn't need to be changed all the time. You know, a, a demo is definitely a work in progress, and it'll shift and morph throughout your career, but it's not something you need to obsess over either. A good solid demo, regardless of whether it has your most current work or not, will usually get you where you need to go. Or you can always do what those great rock and roll groups of years past have done. Just repackage what you got. I, it's actually a good idea. I am currently working on a Mike Spring Greatest Hits Volume 2. It's a deluxe <laughs> two-CD package with a special bonus DVD. I'm going all out for it. So anyway, Kathy, thank you for your email. That's a great topic suggestion, and I hope we gave everybody some good information on that. Now, lots of people interested in voice acting have found that our voice coaches class called Getting Paid to Talk is a great place to start. It's a fun and enlightening one-evening adult education class that we present at universities, colleges, and schools all around the country, and we could be in your town soon. That's right. The week of October 10th, watch for our class in Enfield, Wallingford, Branford, Newtown, Bloomfield, and Naugatuck, Connecticut. Hudson, Greenville, and Saratoga Springs, New York, and Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Also in Arlington, Manassas, and Bowling Green, Virginia, Durango, Pueblo, and Gunnison, Colorado, and Winchester, Andover, and Fitchburg, Massachusetts. I feel like a train conductor all of a sudden. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> to, to find out exactly when and where we're going to be near you, call our toll-free number. It's 1-866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, where we also love to get your comments, questions, and topic suggestions like the one we had today from Kathy. And remember, if you don't talk to us, who will? Yeah, you know, I mean, the folks in the office, they're just boring. They kind of shun us. They're like, oh, there's Mike and Warren, the podcast guys. Don't look directly at them. <laughs> so join us next week. We'll have fun again, I guarantee it. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Can I just say the one thing I hate about recording the podcast first thing in the morning is the the headphones, what they do to my hair, like uh, the, yeah, for the whole yeah, rest of I the know. day. The rest of the day, it's I just, got headphone hair. It's true. I don't know how you guys can stand to look at me for the rest of the day. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As I say, that's actually a problem whether I've had headphone hair or not. So that's why I do voiceovers. Yeah, I think we're in pretty good shape actually. I, these are kind of hurting me. Hang on a second. All right, you can loosen them up. It's like the headphone is pulling on my hair gel funny or something and it hurts. Yep, that's that's not one I need to admit in public. <laughs> but I better not hear that better not hear that on the outtake. <laughs> you never know. Ow, my hair gel hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, give it a try and uh, see how many mistakes we can make. <laughs> <laughs> Way to set us up for success there. There Warren. you go. Um, I don't know. Is there a chance for us to fit in something funny? We haven't said anything funny in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Asking here, it's a fun and enlightening one evening. Yeah. Watch for our class in Enfield, Wallingford, Branford, New. Is it Newtown or Newtown? New it is okay. Newtown. These New England towns. I don't know how to pronounce any of them. They all spell them one way and say them another. I'm looking at you, Worcester. <laughs> Say anybody from the Northeast will get that joke, and everybody else will be like, what's, what's wrong with Worcester? They spell it wrong. <laughs> it's spelled like Worcester.
questions and topic suggestions like today's that we got from Kathy. And uh, <clears throat> let me do that one more time because Kathy was like, Kathy. <laughs> I heard it. Okay. <laughs> so join us next week. We'll have fun again. I guarantee it. That's a pretty steep guarantee. <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I feel about that. <laughs> Just, we're we're going to try really hard to, uh, <laughs> to, to come through on that. <laughs>